Hello there, strong and beautiful friends. I have a special treat for you today. I had the honor and privilege of being on the Fabulous Fempreneurship podcast with Elaine Slatter, who is an amazing, extraordinary woman that also has her own book out and a podcast called Fabulous Fempreneurship. What was so great about this podcast is that we dive deep and she asked me a lot of great questions. You know, what women are currently facing on a daily basis that trigger our brains into thinking that our body isn't good enough how body image is something that needs to be dealt with on a constant basis, how to help people make their health a priority a lot better, and people that are struggling to commit, what help is available to make their health a priority. This is something that I really, you know, talk about on all of our pod, on all of my podcasts, and something that I really do believe that we have to constantly work with on a day-to-day basis. It's not just like, you know, one day you wake up and say, I'm going to be healthy. It's something that's a work in progress and something that I do believe all of us face. So I hope that without further ado, that you enjoy this podcast. And if you have any questions and want to see how we can connect even further, just leave me a message. I look forward to having a chat with you. Welcome to the fabulous Fempreneurship podcast series for entrepreneurs with your host, Elaine Slatter. Each episode addresses topics to help you and your business grow and succeed. Join us as we interview a variety of global experts. Welcome, fabulous Fempreneurs. We have another podcast today, and the topic is Stop Dieting and Start Listening to Your Body. And I don't know about you, but during COVID, um, it's been really bad. That walk to the fridge has uh, been very popular in my household. So uh, it's going to be interesting to find out how we have to listen to our body and do things differently. So my guest today is Amanda Gazzola, and uh, she is an expert in this field. So welcome to the show, Amanda. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast, Elaine. Oh, you're very welcome. And I'm excited to learn a little bit more about you. If you could tell us, uh, you know, how you got started in this business and and what you do, that would be fantastic. Oh, no problem. No problem. So pretty much I was a former busy bee. I worked four jobs pretty much um, for the majority for about four or five years. And in that, I, that's where I started finding myself. So I moved to Guelph, um, in 2009 and my husband went to university here and uh, basically what ended up happening is I graduated from Sheridan College at that time and it was when the recession was happening for um, oh my god the recession was happening and so a lot of people weren't and I was going to school for advertising and in that it was so hard to get a job and so I ended up being unemployed for quite a bit and that took a toll on myself and my self-esteem and Basically, what ended up happening is like, I just, I was like, I need to do something. I need to do something. So I volunteered for a fitness competition. And in that, I had never been to one before. I thought I was just going to something where there was nutrition and all that kind of stuff. But what I found that there was like, you know, uh, bodybuilders and bikini models and they had this orange tan. And I was like, whoa, this is such a different world that I had ever known. But the thing is, talking to all these amazing people is that their story, you know, that's not that had not always been them. So I saw what transformation really looked like. And in that, that's when I started hiring my personal, I hired a personal trainer um, uh, who I played soccer with um, for many years. And she just took me down a, a lane that, you know, really connected with, you know, myself. 
she taught me about mind body connection, which is why I want to talk definitely today about, you know, stop dieting, start listening to your bodies because your body is so smart and it tells you so many things that you don't even know because we're so busy. And for the longest time, I had been so busy, not really understanding myself on a level, uh, and internally. And I always, always frustrated. I was a reactor, anything that didn't go my way. I thought that there was something wrong with me that I should, that there's like, I should just get it. And that I'm not smart. I always really self-sabotage my, myself. And so in that, that transformation working with her is what started uh, my whole trajectory on helping women of what I do today. I'm known as the energy bunny. I am a serial entrepreneur. I just wrote a book, uh, finally a diet that works for me because I want to share, you know, the last 10 years of what my life has really, you know, looked like, you know, I went from diet to diet, even though she helped me get to my goal. Um, I took it to so many levels because I wanted more and more and I stopped listening to my body again. And so I want to share because sometimes when you do something, too much of something is not good. And so, and you can take it to extreme, which I did, but I think you, for me, I need to learn and connect the dots in order to just figure out, you know, who I am and what works for me, because what works for me is not going to work for the next person, but I could definitely lead the way and showing like, you know, signs, signals, tools, resources for them to get to where they need to be. Oh, that's fantastic. We definitely all need those tools and resources. So mm-hmm. uh, let's get started then. And uh, you have created a company called Re- Relove and Rise Coaching and Consulting out of your own experience, correct? Yes. So uh, we've found out a little bit about yourself and how you got into this whole uh, industry. So body image, that's something we all struggle with. So what are women currently facing on a daily basis that triggers their brains into thinking my body isn't good enough? Because that is definitely something we all struggle with. Uh, definitely. And I feel that especially, you know, we're in such a time right now that we're struggling with body image even more because, you know, we feel trapped. We feel trapped because we can't do the things that we used to do. We're homebound more. We're homebound with our kids. We can't, the gyms are like opening and closing left, right and center all in front of us. And so body image is definitely something that plays triggers with us of how we feel and how we show up and how we, you know, start our day, how we finish our day. And what I can say to you is that, you know, from personal experience, um, it's, it's a journey. Like it's something that you continuously will have to work on just because, you know, you've lost some weight. You're always going to somehow, you know, get, figure out like, you're going to somehow get yourself into like, Oh, you know, I need to be better. I need to be better because like, it's a journey, you know, we lose the weight and it's not saying that the body image goes away. We start seeing ourselves in a different light. And it's something that we continuously, when we're looking in the mirror, we have to work on. And it's not saying, you know, you have to do affirmations every single day, but you do have to set yourself up with a routine. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you know, we tend, we tend to like feel like really sluggish and we tend to feel really tired because so let's say we didn't get a good sleep or let's say our kids kept us up during the night or let's say that, you know, you had, you didn't feel good when you're sleeping, you had a tummy ache. Either way you look at, you flip the coin, you're waking up and you're feeling, ugh. And that already sets the tone of like how you're going to look in the mirror and how you're going to see yourself. 
And from there, it's going to go and play into what you're going to start eating because you already don't feel good. So body image is a process that we continuously have to work on. So I'm not saying that you have to wake up and just jump out of bed and say it's going to be a perfect day. But you do have control of how you can enhance your day. And it is playing sometimes, I don't know, I like to say mind tricks with yourself being like, you know, let's start doing the opposite of what I normally do. What would life look like if I just, you know, got out of bed and didn't like, you know, and just said something good about myself or read something that really inspired me. And then from there, like it's about that feeling good and continuing because that's the, that's the person that's going to continuously show up. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. It does. It. So I was just thinking as you were talking, and that's so true that, um, you know, like this morning, I felt very sluggish getting up. I, I don't know why. I actually went back to sleep for another 15 minutes. And uh, But for me today, I just, my body said, you need a couple of glasses of ice water. That will energize you. So that's what I did. And I honestly... That made a huge difference in the way I felt. My body was telling me, I think, that I was dehydrated. So after two glasses of ice water, I felt a whole lot better. There you go. And, like, that's the thing. You're, like... And silence sometimes in the morning is a good thing. You know, like you can connect, start connecting with yourself and connecting with like how you're feeling for myself today. Definitely. I, you know, being in my early pregnant stages, I was up at from three 30 till five 30. I was hungry. So I needed to have something to eat during the night. But the thing is like my sleep wasn't quality sleep. Like I would like, and I know my body is just getting me ready for what, what is going to be coming. But at the same time, in that, I definitely could have taken, I went back to bed from 5.30 to 6.30, but in that I could feel, I could take that energy and make it into something that's not going to be good for my day because of how I already feel. But this morning I had a training, so I had to train a client at seven. And so in that, I'm like, I have to show up for this client. So I had purpose, but it's like finding those little things and, you know, what can I do to make myself feel better? Because, you know, I didn't have the sleep that I wanted, but what can I do? Or I didn't have the energy that I wanted, but what can I do? It's like asking yourself good questions in answering those questions and not allowing that feeling to take over that embody that you're feeling. Cause you could change that at the drop of the hat if you dig deep enough and you want it. Yeah, that's a very good point because uh, you flipped the switch. I flipped the switch, right? So it shows you the, your mind over your body. You can control how you feel. It's all how you deal with it and how, as you said, you could, we could have both gone on into a complete funk today because we didn't get up feeling our best. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you found a way, I found a way. I didn't even realize that I obviously found a way to give myself energy, right? Which I didn't exactly. have when I woke up. So mentally, it's all, uh, how do you respond to the messages? Exactly. And it's not going to be perfect, but it is, you know, continuously kind of feeling like your head in your head, but auditing yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. like, did I do my best? Yes or no answer truthfully. And if you didn't, well, what can I do to do it better? And like, then, you know, you know what you need to do tomorrow to make it even better. Like that, this is what like, you know, a lot of 
people around us, like mentors, like people like Tony Robbins, Gabrielle Bernstein, Mel Robbins, like, you know, they've, they do this on a continuous basis, but they're gotten so good at it that they could just like snap into it like that. But at the beginning, it's sloppy. It's not perfect. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it's up, it's down. You're all over the place with emotionally. But the thing is showing up 1% better every single day is like what's going to get you there by the end of the year. That's 365 days better than you already were at the beginning of the year. And that's just 1%. So it's not saying you have to change your whole like schedule and stuff like that, but you can start by just working on that one habit that you are, have noticed that's keeping you back from where you want to be. Yeah. I, I think that that's absolutely right because it takes a long time to form habits mm -hmm. you know you don't do it day one because day one you're good maybe day two you're good but by day three you could slip back you know what I mean like until yes. it's really part of your lifestyle it it's not going to you know you have to have it you have to exercise the muscle that yes <laughs> you know and then once it becomes a habit it becomes part of your lifestyle Totally. Exactly. It's like training a muscle. That's why when I was working with my personal trainer and she was, I had not known about, you know, like school, like, you know, was really rough for me. I wasn't the smartest person in class. I definitely was not like, I was never chosen first or anything like that. So I always had such a bad self image of myself, of how I saw myself. And so, you know, signing up with a personal trainer, she saw potential in me more than I saw potential myself. And so sometimes you need that, that person that you admire, some someone that you look up to, to help you see what they see. Like I believed in her a lot more than I believed in myself. And so I started believing in her. And then I, then that belief started helping me to believe in myself because again, I, I trusted her. I opened up my, I was vulnerable with her, like, you know, stuff that I ne would never tell my friends or my family. And so I told her so many things and I just felt like, you know, I was in a safe place. And so sometimes, you know, that person that believes in you believe more than you believe in yourself will help you to start changing that mindset because you're, you're going to start seeing yourself with that um, connection to your body a lot more. You're going to start seeing yourself. For me, it was progression to my workouts. Like where I'm like, wow, I am so much better. I can do this and I couldn't do this before, like for pushups or for squats or for seeing weight loss or seeing yourself in the mirror a little bit different or her uh, complimenting me. Like those are all confidence ego boosters that you need to get yourself out of those little ruts. And some, and for me, I couldn't do it on my own. I actually needed help. But for the one people that need to, you know, want to work on their own and stuff like that, this is like, literally you have to start, you know, say if someone says something to you, start by saying, thank you. If they notice like, you know, Oh wow. Like you look beautiful today, you know, say thank you as opposed to like, Oh, well, it's just that I got the shirt. It was on sale or this is yeah. just like, Oh, I've had this like shirt for a long time or these pants. Like don't like you start saying negative things when someone yes. compliments you just finish it off by saying thank you and leave it at that because you don't need to say anything else. You don't need, you could just say thank you. It can, it, like, that's hard itself. That's hard in itself because we look for things to bring ourselves down back into this, like, rut that we're in because we feel like we don't deserve these compliments. You deserve these compliments. It just starts by saying thank you and just leave it at that. Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, another guest on our podcast, Professor Meyer, 
talked about that. Like women apologize way too much. They apologize for everything. Hands up right now. Yes, we do. <laughs> and, and she said, you know, men don't do that. No. They don't apologize. So, if them, anything, you look for an apology half yeah, the time. <laughs> yeah. They're looking for an apology, for you to apologize. Yeah, definitely. Never, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's so true. I Like, that is so true. We are very apologetic. And that's why I guess why Rachel Hollis wrote the book, Stop Being So Apologetic or something like along those lines, because it's true. And that we always feel like we have to come up with, like, you know, reasons and excuses and yeah. this and that. Like, we always have to have a story behind everything. We can't just be like, show up and be like, nope, and just leave it at that. It's like that silence and being like, oh, but I feel bad. <laughs> Well, you know, since uh, she was on the show, uh, my friends and I are all into what you've been saying, that when somebody compliments you, we don't apologize for that anymore. We just say exactly what you said. We say thank you. Because that's what you're right. That's all you need to say. I can I I just wanted to talk a little bit more about that because I feel like we're driving a really good point right now. And I spoke of this on a different podcast on Monday, and I just feel like this is really relative to where we're where we're at right now, especially with body image, how we're feeling, how we're showing up, and every and so on and so on. So, you know, one thing that I talked about like just now with saying thank you. We had, there was a, I was a part of um, an organization that we had a class that was called um, Own Your Greatness. And one of the exercises, it was on the last day, this was a three day intensive course that we did. On the last day, what we had to do, there was about 60 people in my class, right? So we had about 30 people on each side and we had the lights down dim. Um, and you had to walk this line and like, again, with, the, with each person on each side in the dark and then with the music on. And so the ambiance was like, I got I get goosebumps as I talk about this because this was a powerful exercise. And so we, I've been working with some of these people I've known for two years because we had a lot of the same courses and classes together. And so they got to know you, your business, who you are, what you stand for and so on and so on. So when you're walking this line, you have your eyes closed and you're just going very slowly and each person on each ear is whispering to you, saying something amazing about you, saying something like, you know, Amanda, you have great energy. I love your smile. You show up and you just make the day much brighter. Like they're saying all these things that are attributed to you for the way that they see you on when they see you on, a, on like when at these class classes that we do, or, uh, you know, at this one time that we had this conversation, like you make people feel special. You're beautiful. Your smile, your eyes just light up a room, like everything. And so it takes about two to three minutes, maybe four. So like, your eyes are closed and you're taking this in. You have tears running down your face because they're saying all these things and you can't say anything back. You're just taking what they're saying in and you're leaving it at that. And then when you're done your line, then when you're done that part, you go into line and again, you're given a tissue because you, you need it. But at the same time, like you get to have this, you have this full breath and it's just like a, holy shit, that was powerful. And you feel different. You feel different because you actually feel the sincerity and the generosity of their words lighting you up. And then that person, when you're done this course, you show up as a different person. You see things in a different way because again, you've been given this gift of receiving. And that's one thing that I wanted to tell you guys, because I feel like, you know, we're, you know, we're givers. Women are yes. givers, right? 
but we have a hard time receiving. Receiving is just as important as giving. Receiving does not make you selfish. Receiving does not make you, you know, like look at like people look at you in a different way. It's just as important because we need to fill up our cup. And the only way to fill up our cup is to be able to receive as well as to give. When you give, you're draining yourself and you're not showing up as your best self. When you receive and you give and you're doing both, again, then, you know, there's a different person. There's a different person that's going to show up that next day when they look at themselves in the mirror and they're like, Amanda, again, I'm just saying this as like, you know, if someone was talking to themselves, Amanda, I love you. Amanda, you know how amazing you are. You are good enough. You know, you are so strong. You are so brave. You are courageous. Like that person is going to show up in the mirror if you allow her to. Yes. So is that how you coach a woman to overcome her body image? Is that kind of the process? It's, it's a part of the process. It's not the whole process, but I mean, you know, when I'm, when I sign up, when someone signs up with me, I have, I go through a really intensive assessment because I need to get to know them and they need to get to know me and the way I need to meet them where they're at. And so an important thing when I, when they're filling up this assessment is like, I need to know what, where they're at in their life and stuff like that. And so I can see what I need to give them because each person is different. That's coming to me. Yes. People are coming to me for weight loss in the end, but weight loss is the easy part how people see themselves and how people show up and what people's daily routine are and what people's like, you know, that is all different and people treat it differently and people show up differently. And so the magic is in the making of what I just spoke about with you there, where, you know, when I need to remind them continuously and be accountable to them and coach them through, you know, this is what's going to happen. You know, this is, this is the next part when you're like, you know, when you're losing the weight, you're feeling good, but then it's like, you know, this, what happens like with the maintenance part, like I can set you up for success, but I, what happens after the three to six months that I stop coaching you, you know, will you go back into your same way? I want someone to show, come up and leave differently than they came and see themselves in a different light and receive and feel like, you know, they could stand with their shoulders down as opposed to hunch to their ears because they're so easily agitated. I want them to feel, you know, like they, the person that they see themselves, but have a trouble getting there. It's like they're, you know, Beyonce, for instance, you know, she has her alter ego, right? She, when she, she's Beyonce for sure. But when she were like, when she first started and she still sometimes says it, she, like when she shows up on stage, she's Sasha fears, you know, this person in the makeup, in the wardrobe, in the heels and like the shaking of her booty and, you know, really bringing that energy. Like that was Sasha fears. That wasn't Beyonce. And so she had to always continuously, when she put the, everything on like that is who she became came but that is a and everyone thinks that's just a part of Beyonce but it, that did end up becoming a part of Beyonce but that's not how she had to she had to build herself to that mm-hmm. so that she could show up every single time like that on stage and it's yeah, just like so, so it's just like the Oprah someone yeah. had to wear Oprah's shoes you know because she and she was like you know had no money she was like yeah. really having trouble with uh, financially and didn't have a job and you know was like barely making it. And so she took part of her money and bought Oprah's shoes that she was selling on auction. And just so that she could feel what it would like to, to live, to be like Oprah. And then in that 
she started seeing herself differently when she put those shoes on. Like that person, even though they didn't fit her perfectly, she still started showing up differently so she can get to out of herself and that financial debt into feeling like a successful businesswoman. Like sometimes we have to have play with our minds and it's a mind muscle connection in the end that's going to help you get out of your way. Great, great. So what's your philosophy about training and nutrition? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, like these are pretty big topics, but what I will say is that, um, you know, I believe in training. I believe in resistance training, weight training. I do not like for many people think when they weight train, many women especially believe when they weight train or resistance train that they're going to get big. That is the last thing that's ever going to happen. I've been, I've been a bodybuilder. I've done this and my biceps are still the same biceps that they were the same inches that they were from when I first started 10 years ago to today. And so we don't have like the same mechanics as a guy does. We don't have testosterone. We have, you know, we have different mechanics. So that is basically, you know, if you're wanting and struggling to, you know, figure out what is going on with your, with you body wise, I would say add in resistance training, add in weight training and, you know, work with that strength, build that strength up because that is what's going to help you. And I'm have this in my uh, quotations up tone your body. Like that is what helps you to get, gain those great curves and, you know, get into that shape that you've always desired and nutrition. I am a professional dieter. I have been a professional dieter for years. And for the past four years, I've definitely not been a dieter. I definitely figured out what works for me. And the only thing I can say with that is the only with nutrition that will work for you is, is one that is sustainable. So following fad diets, you know, is that's not sustainable. They, you know, learning about whole foods, learning about your body cues, learning about your hunger tolerances, learning about, you know, having that connection to understanding what your body needs in order to thrive is what's going to help you. So like, I don't know if you want me to speak more in regards to that. Cause I know we're definitely playing with time a little bit here, but you know, weight training resistance, Will definitely help you and good nutrition eating whole foods is what's going to help you and of course there's stuff in between that you need to figure out like for me I had no idea about the intolerances that I had you know I dieted down for competition for years and I had no idea that I had a dairy allergy and I would have protein powder all the time whey protein which is like milk-based protein and so the only thing that would not ever get slimmed down on my body for these competitions was my belly and then when I knew that you know then I started understanding I it in my diet then I saw like wow like I that no wonder I could never eat my food no wonder I always felt bloated no wonder like all these things happen but it, it's slowing down and figuring out these little things that your body's talking to you that is going to help you understand what you need to do this little voice that we tend to ignore it it does have a strong voice when you start hearing it for sure. And so, but again, it takes time. This is not an overnight success. This is years and months of like, you know, taking time and figuring out what works for you. And the only diet that works is one that's sustainable. It's one that you enjoy. It's one that doesn't cancel out food restrictions. And again, I want to just add this into there because I had a, a, I was supposed to be on a podcast and I ended up not being on a podcast because of, and there's a lot more to it, but I did, we didn't mean this person didn't align in the end, even though I thought it was a great conversation, but the word diet 
is a trigger word for a lot of people. And that's why, so why I have my book as like finally a diet that works for me is like literally I found food because diet means food. It does not mean calorie restriction. It literally means foods that, you know, like prepare a sustainable body that gives you energy. Like that's what diet means. And so diet does not mean, sorry about that one. Um, diet does not mean calorie restriction. Diet means literally I'm eating food to survive, to eat for life and whatnot. So the only diet that works is one that works for you. Yeah. So for example, I have a sweet tooth. So I have Mm -hmm. to figure out how to uh, get that uh, reward, if you would know what I mean, but without being on the bad side of it, like the processed food. So no cookies, no chocolate or whatever it is. So, you know, you have to kind of know yourself. I know myself that if somebody brings home the six pack of cookies, I'm the one that eats five and the other person eats one. So the only way I can do that is not have them in my house because I know I'm really bad for that. So if I buy lots of fruit and, um, you know, dates and mandarins and apples and things like that, I can satisfy my sweet tooth without going for the bad processed foods. And then if I have a sweet tooth, uh, instead of going and buying the processed stuff, I would make my own so that at least I know what's going into it. Like I put dates in an oatmeal and and, uh, and butter and you can see all the things that are going into it rather than all the stuff yes. on the labels that are preservatives or additives and all that kind of stuff. Of course. Like it's nice to know where your food comes from. So I definitely agree with the making it and whatnot. Definitely. It, you know, it's much more satisfying. It's much more satisfying because you have control of what you're putting into your body. But I definitely do believe in like, you know, the 80, 20 rule and basically, you know, if you like, I don't, I think you, it's nice sometimes if you're having a sweet tooth to cave in and stuff like that, but it's like, what have I done to help myself during this week? Have I, have I gotten out for walks this week? Have I been more sedentary? Um, has there been more energy in than out or out than in like checking in is -hmm. super important. So it's all about body awareness and knowing exactly that. Did I do what it takes to have this? Like, and again, sometimes our control, like food cravings get the best of us, but then it's like checking in, like, am I stressed? Am I like, am I coming up to my monthly friend? Uh, if like, you know what I mean? Like checking in with those avenues because seeing where it comes from and how often and when and why is going to help you to face what you need to do to help yourself through this. And again, sometimes that's why it's nice to have someone beside you helping you through this. So you're not in your head as much. But also, it's the work that you need to do to, if this is something that's super important to you and you want to do it alone, these are the questions you need to constantly ask. And yes, it feels like you're in your head more than half the time. Yes, it's normal for sure to be frustrated and stuff like that. But also maybe getting people, you know, not feeling alone in your community. So, you know, reaching out to, you know, if a friend is doing the same thing to you uh, as you 
or uh, finding a, a group on social media that you know really tend that you believe in just as much as they believe in and where you guys can come together so you don't feel alone that's the worst thing you can do when you're doing something like this is feeling alone and so I know more than ever that you know we are in a time where we feel more alone yeah, than not. Totally. And so I definitely think help, helping yourself getting outside the box and figuring out these things of how to make things work and how to change it up and, you know, using, utilizing, you know, if it financial is a big thing, figuring out for you what could work for you is super important. But doing it alone is definitely not as fun. It's not, and especially if you don't have the support at home to do it, that's another avenue where like, you know, you have to check in to see is this sustainable for me to even do? Do I have like the support that I need to work with my goals? Is my husband going to eat a bag of chips in front of me? <laughs> because that does tend to happen. Like I, I'm going to put up my hand here where like, you know, my husband's a great supporter, but he's definitely one that will do that too. Right. And so mm -hmm. it's like, sometimes I need to leave the room. Like that's what I will need to do to not be around it. I will find something to keep myself busy or I will eat something alternative, like where it's not exactly a bag of chips. It's something that will keep me satisfied where it's like, you know, homemade popcorn or uh, apples and peanut butter. It's something or rice cakes or something, you know what I mean? To make it yeah. where you want to do something. But those are the things you're going to have the face we all face them and if you guys have any questions like I'm always here to help you through it too so how do you help your clients make health a priority because that's really important especially during this particular time as you mentioned like there's a lot of stress and pressure and that means that sometimes you you know that you're not making your health a priority Totally. And for me, it's, it's about starting small. I'm one to like, I've been given the, the, the plans of what you need to do when it comes to fitness and, and dieting, especially for competitions. And so I understand like being given a whole plan at once. And, you know, I'm, I'm not the regular type of person. I will definitely do it and I would follow it because that's how much I was committed to it. But not everyone has that same commitment rule because they have pri different priorities and as they should, everyone's so different unique and that's why it's so special so for me what I tend to do is I, I build foundation so if you're you know if, if we're if that's why I do the big assessment if I, I need to be exactly where you're at I need to know what motivates you and demotivates you I need to know you know who your support team is I need to know these things because it's like these are success blocks that you know or sort of, these are success risers that help you but if you're being being blocked and you're enrolling at the foundation then we're not going to build that 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 skyscraper together, you know, it's a, so it's starting really small by giving, you know, one, one habit at a time, checking in with their schedule. How are they making time for themselves? You know, are they moving their bodies? It starts super small. So a lot of the time, like, it's basically, you know, this, it's very simple of how we start off because it's about building that confidence as you do it so that you can see like, I, I can do this because confidence is what's going to help you to continue to do this. If I, if you're not feeling motivated and feeling like you're second guessing it yourself a lot, then we're, our, we're blocked before we even get to that, like yeah. that first month of success together. So it's basically making their health a priority. It's basically setting up, you know, small little goals. Um, seeing what their habits are, switching them out, um, getting them to move their body, like, you know, whatever their schedule can handle is where I'm going to meet them. I meet them where they're at and everyone's so different. So if you get started, how do you help the people who are really struggling to commit? Like they might, 
you might have got to the first stage, but they yeah. still might have trouble committing to the whole process. So how do you help oh, totally. them? So th- that's a big, th- those, there's two two great things in there that like you spoke of, it's like, you know, how do I help them and how do I help them like to like, if they're struggling to commit, that's one. And if they're, you know, don't even exactly know like what their commitment looks like is pretty much how I understood that is. So I love going using the the analogy, are you interested or are you committed? So basically there's two different, like they're, they're two different words. They're two different interpretations. Like interested is just like someone like, yeah, I saw that the show on TV. I'm pretty interested in watching that show. Or I saw that, um, that food, like that, that new like cauliflower wrap that said, I'm pretty interested in trying it. So like, it's like something that tickles their fancy, but it's like, Oh, but when I get there, I'll get there. Like, like I'm not really like, I'm not really pushed to do that, but commitment is something like where it's like a different driver is showing up. A different person is showing up. Like they really want this for themselves. So I help like, that's one way to help my client differentiate, you know, what they, what they really want is because communication is such a big one. When you're working with a trainer or a coach, communication is what makes the world go round and you need to be on the same page always. And you want to make sure that like the, if there, we are on the same page that like you're working with someone that you truly admire and that are, you're going to be pushed, but it's in a good challenging way, as opposed to being like annoyed and be like, Oh, my trainer is like wanting me to do this. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we all, yeah. we, we've had that. Yeah. We've had that. Right. Mm-hmm. So that is a normal feeling. So this is what it's going to help you to, you know, if they're struggling to commit, they don't want to disappoint you. They want to make sure that, you know, they're showing up for themselves, but they are showing up because they don't want to disappoint you. Like that's the person that you want working with you. Because again, there, this is a different person that's showing up. This is a different, like, this is different, a feeling that's showing up in themselves where you want someone that admires you and like really connects with your beliefs and values and core values. Like that's a huge one. And then the second thing is like, look at, like, I want people to understand that from one to a hundred, like look at that scale, like you have right in front of you, it goes from one, there's a line that goes all the way to a hundred. Okay. Basically, a hundred is a bodybuilder. Okay. One is like, you're like basically a couch potato. Like let's look at it that way. One is a couch potato. A hundred is a bodybuilder where you have to work out six to seven days a week. You have to eat 120%. You have to do like you're posing. You have to like, you're doing everything at like an athletic level. And so I think when you look at it that way, where it's like, you know, if you're wanting just to be, you know, lose about 15 to 20 pounds and you're sorry, release. I know that there's a lot of word connotations where, you know, you don't want the way to come back. So you say release, but basically for the sake of what I'm just trying to say is like when you're wanting just to like lose a few pounds, you're wanting to eat a lot healthier. You're wanting to drink a lot more water. You're wanting to um, have a lot more energy. You're wanting to, you know, feel like you could fit in those beautiful like genes that you did pre-pregnancy. You know, there's like, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent. I hope that people can see that where they can feel like they can breathe, that there's room for error, that you're just basically wanting to learn. That that takes a little bit of like that, oh, I can breathe out, you know, like I want that to be more of the priority when someone's looking at themselves and looking at what transformation change really takes. Because, you know, for myself, I went from, you know, working out with a personal trainer to competing to doing it for a few years to 2016, burning out 
basically giving up on everything because I was so tired working the four jobs. And then for the past four years, literally trying to figure out what is it that I want? How do I want to show up every single day? How do I want to feel? And in the past four years, I've taken everything I've learned in the past 10 years in total, but the, you know, of like, what did I like and what did I not like? What, and then basically have just like alternated to making something work for me. And I think that's what I hope that you get from this podcast in the end is basically like, you know, looking at your life, looking at like what you've enjoyed, what you haven't enjoyed, why you haven't enjoyed, why you did enjoy it and find that balance of like what one to a hundred is like, and then looking in there, like, you know, what do you want your nutrition to look like? How often, like, you know, we know that we need to eat like healthy 80% of the time, 70%, you know what I mean? Finding that 70, 80% of the time, we know we need to drink water. We know we need to do all these things. And the thing is like, you know, we know we need to do it, but why aren't we doing it? And that's the, we need to bridge that gap as to why we're not doing it. And like, the thing is, some of the times it's just like, you know, you're late. And again, this is like, just using like, you know, you're just, you're tired. You've had a long day. You feel like there's no time. And like, so we tend to run ourselves down even more because again, it's hard to show up for ourselves. And so accountability is definitely something that's helped me. And it's definitely something that will help someone client understand like why they're getting in their own way. And sometimes it's that outside resource that could be that, that bridge that gap to like, yeah. like, feel so like, you're, like not, you're, not, you're not alone. Yeah. You're not trying to figure it out all on your own. Exactly. Cause it's a lot of weight to carry. Yes. Yes. So thank you so much for being such a great guest, Amanda. I think you have uh, something that our listeners would really enjoy. Uh, um, you've got an offer um, on your boot camp, right? Yes. Um, um, so January, I'm starting up a new eight-week series that comes with uh, eight mini challenges. So it's kind of the building blocks that I was just talking about today um, on the podcast, moving your body, you know, making time for you. Um Oh my goodness, like water, meal prep, eating slow. What does 80% look like? So there's many challenges that happen in between there. And it's a great way to get started to learning ways of getting out of your own way. And uh, yeah, we start in mid-January as our next eight-week series. So anybody that uh, signs up for the boot camp uh, gets a free copy of your brand new book, right? Yes, that they do. Yes, they do. So if this is something you really want and you want to definitely, and then my book gives you a lot of the tools that we just talked about today on the show. Um, and in our boot camp, this is a great way to get started on your life school transformation. So to get the free copy of the book for the boot, uh, after they've signed up for the boot camp, what do they do? Do they just send you an email or and mention the yeah. podcast? Yes, yeah, say I've listened to you on a, uh, the Fempreneur podcast uh, and uh, let me know. Uh, yeah, and my email is amanda at reloveandrise.com. That's the best way to do it uh, right now because the book is just uh, going to be in print this month and it will be coming out next month. So yeah, it's better to email me to get like right from right from me right now. Yeah, that's fantastic. So the offer for those listeners that maybe didn't catch Amanda's email will be in the blog posts on our website, fabfempreneurship.com. And I'm looking forward to having uh, people sign up for the bootcamp because I think it's a great way to get started on changing your whole body image and, um, you know, just learning a different lifestyle for yourself that is, is healthy, both mentally and physically. I think that would, it's very important during this COVID 
pandemic. We're going into the winter here in Canada and and uh, it's not an easy time if we get locked down again. So this no, might be something not. that could really help you. I agree. Thank you so much, Elaine, for having me on your podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. To receive your free gift and connect directly with the podcast guest, visit our website at fabfempreneurship.com slash entrepreneur mastermind podcasts and click on this episode. Here's to building your business growth one step at a time. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not tune into other episodes in this series at fabfempreneurship.com slash entrepreneur mastermind podcasts.